0: what up everybody i'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate a dollar 99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow i'm trying to grow the podcast and i want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information so if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist i appreciate you and please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much, and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, Some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, I've got an awesome story for you uh, that actually happened just about a year ago on July 13th, 2021. Uh, It's a near-death story. It comes to us from the nderf.org archives, uh, but not too far archived because it was only about a year ago. And um, this happened to a gentleman uh, who got stung by a bee. Now, he hadn't been stung since he was about 12 years old but he got stung this day and, uh, it basically killed him. Um, which is crazy to think of because, you know, a lot of us get stung by bees. It's pretty common occurrence. Um, but you know, it only takes one to like really throw you into oblivion. You know, sometimes, even if you've been stung a bunch of times, I think the last time I got stung was like 18 years ago now. Um, you know, I was still an adult, and I'd been stung a few times in my childhood. It didn't bother me. It hurt, but it didn't, you know, kill me or anything like that. But this day, this gentleman was killed within about fifteen minutes. Um, he tried to tried to get his wife to give him some Benadryl, and even during the time it took her to get the Benadryl, his blood pressure had dropped, and he had he had gone cold, lips went purple, and he exited his body. And that's where we're going to start this story. Um, so uh, what he saw was he was in his bedroom and he looked towards the entryway of his room. And I'll start to speak as though I'm him in first person. Uh, he noticed next to, next to my daughter, a round tunnel appeared beside her in the entryway to our room. It was round about four feet uh, wide and seven feet tall. The tunnel was suspended about a foot off the ground, like it was floating. It had a dark gray border, which was about 8 inches in width, and seemed to be moving like it was coming out of the tunnel and curling back onto itself. Some very interesting imagery there. As I looked into this tunnel, the tunnel itself seemed to be static with no movement. As I peered down the long tunnel, it seemed to go on and on. I could see a, silv- a sliver of white light at the end of this tunnel. I was absolutely dumbfounded and I wanted to tell my family to look at the tunnel, but before I could even move a muscle, I saw elongated diamond-shaped things that were about four inches in length shooting out of me. They were very slim, like as thick thick as a piece of paper. They were reddish-brown in color and translucent. They appeared to be ridged in places that were not a solid color. I'll call them shards because I have no other words to describe them. I am not sure how many of these things came out of me. At least about two dozen that I could see shot towards the tunnel and they momentarily hovered at the entrance of the tunnel before being sucked into the tunnel all at once. Immediately as these shards entered the tunnel and vortex I was connected to this somehow. I could feel this tunnel with such non-verbal clarity. I could feel all my emotions, feelings, my entire mind and body was connected to this tunnel. It felt like every atom in my body was vibrating and responding to whatever was in this tunnel. I realized that there was something in that tunnel and also realized and felt whatever it was, was now accessing those shards that had come out to me and had access to all the information that I had. Everything I had ever touched, tasted, every word and thought, every breath and heartbeat and every emotion. Everything I had ever experienced was all there and it had been downloaded and absorbed. Whatever was in this tunnel was quite interested in my life experiences, and for some reason very interested in the emotions I had experienced uh, during my life. It had taken special interest in negative emotions, and was very interested in the emotional pain that my depression had inflicted upon me in my life. And I wondered why. I understood that whatever had Whatever the interest was in my life experiences, it had no interest in my age, sex, race, social status, how much money I had in the bank, or how successful or what religion I was affiliated with. I understood that those were all human concerns, which meant little to whatever this thing was. I remember uttering, does all that not even matter? Uh, The next thing you knew, uh, whatever was in this tunnel started to exit. I could not see this with my eyes, but I could feel it with every fiber in my body. It felt like a tidal wave of positive emotions which crashed over me, then swirled around me. The feelings of love, compassion, and goodwill were overwhelming as I looked at my daughter who was still standing beside that tunnel. I could see with my eyes what was coming out of it. It appeared to resemble liquid water, except it looked more clear, like flowing electricity. It flowed smoothly over my daughter's left shoulder and arm, and was transparent and shimmering when doing so. I could see that it flowed over a portion of my daughter, otherwise it was invisible to the eyes, but not to the soul. So he's seeing things with his soul, not his physical eyes. This is when things in the room abruptly changed for me. My wife, who was standing right beside me, and my daughter, who was right in front of me, just disappeared from my vision. I was no longer aware of their presence, and then I became aware of something else that was in the room with me. Five feet to the left of the tunnel, I became aware of something. It was the equivalent of a 500-pound silverback gorilla walking into the room. Not only did it have my full attention, but it rocked me to my very core. Although I could not see it with my eyes, I could feel this thing with everything I had. My entire central nervous system was connected to this. Every feeling, every emotion, every molecule in my body was connected to this thing. As I realized what I was looking at, I was absolutely floored. I was in the presence of the most intelligent and powerful force in this universe and beyond. This was absolute. Radiating intelligence that there was no doubt about what this was. The IQ IQ of this entity must have been in the trillions, but I don't think there was a limit on how smart it could be. The next thing I feel and know is that the entity is very old. I'm not talking about thousands of years old. This being is billions upon billions of years old. There is no doubt this is a living entity. I'm about to lose my mind because I cannot believe what's in front of me. It's a darn good thing that I cannot see this entity with my eyes because I'm sure my human brain would be unable to process this. Is this God I'm looking at? Comparing this entity with what our earthly religion teaches us shows how infantile and naive we humans are. Comparing this entity to God would be like comparing a 300 megaton nuclear weapon with a firecracker, (laughs) saying they produce the same effects. I have so many questions as to why this is happening to me. Why is this entity here? This makes no sense. I can feel my sanity start to slip when this presence starts to communicate with me. I was connecting to this being that was was five feet in front of me. There was no mistaking what it was communicating to me. Unlike human communication, there is no misunderstanding, no double meaning, no no deception. The way it communicated, it did not use something as primitive as sound waves or oral words. I have never experienced telepathy, but I don't think that this was uh, the mode of communication. When this superintelligence communicated with me, I understood what it was saying, not with my ears, not with my mind, but with absolutely everything. Every molecule in my being was being it was uh, being conveyed to this being I'm still having a hard time not freaking out then I'm spoken to it's like a slap in the face or more maybe more like getting a cold water thrown over me again these are nonverbal words I'm hearing but it communicates do not worship me this seems to sober my mind for some reason then I get what seems to be a download of information all at once that feels like information is swirling all around me and this calmed I was calmed by this communication. I understood that this entity cared little for worship as the entity deals with pure data. That's interesting. It has already received millennia of worship and learned everything it needs to know from worship. Now we are just repeating ourselves, billions of individuals over and over and over again. I got the impression that that's a person's choice, then go for it. But don't expect miracles to happen from prayers because the universe does not work in this way. I understood if a person is mean and thinks that praying and going to church and donating their dogma is going to absolve them of their behaviors, they are gravely mistaken. I also understood that while we are in this universe, we are free to have our own free will and choice. Our life is ours alone and nothing is set in stone. I understood that God is not going to interfere with our life, therefore bad things happen to good people. And I understood that the universe is a very dangerous place, and that death is always close and a certainty. But this is the nature of our existence. I understand that at the very core of most religions, such as how we are supposed to treat each other, do no harm, thou shalt not kill, are all correct. Yet somehow, I know that the message has been tainted by humans who like to have control over people and things. God does not care what kind of animal protein you eat, if your religion approves of killing yourself or others this will not gain favor with god i get the distinct feeling that we could ground this planet to dust and there will be no intervention so that's really interesting he says that he doesn't believe that jesus christ and his army of angels would come to save you with a rapture or anything like that from the entity that he was communicating with as this information swirled around and through me, I started to notice that I could start to see with my eyes. I saw a faint outline of this entity because behind this entity, it was projecting an image. I could see the projection of our planet Earth, and behind it I could see our entire Milky Way. I could see our galaxy that we live in, and there was one other image that was slightly off to the right of these projections. For some reason, I couldn't focus on this image. Even to this day, I'm not sure what that projection was. That's interesting. Maybe we can come back to that. Another wave of information swelled over me again, and I understood that this entity is telling me this not only, uh, the entity was telling me that not only did it create all of this, but it is connected to everything. I understand that this mega being is not only connected to every non living thing in the galaxy, but also every living thing everywhere. This is how it learns. It just does not learn through observation, measuring, and repetition, it learns by being it and living it. And I understand that we are a very important part of this learning process. I also understand that the amount of information this entity is absorbing every microsecond throughout the galaxy must be absolutely astounding. I've met this entity and I still have trouble wrapping my head around how smart this god was, but not just advanced intellectually, but also emotionally and spiritually. This entity was so fair and just, I could feel this with every fiber of my being. This is so weird, how this information was being conveyed like some sort of central information center that I have access to. I seem to have no control over what information was given to me, but when it was given there was no doubt about its accuracy. I could see an outline of this entity against the projections it was producing. I can't make heads or tails of what I was looking at. I think if I was seeing this entity for real, it was probably galaxy-sized. To me, it looked lumpy. As I I gazed into this entity, I could see plumes of blue electrical discharge being released, as if watching a thundercloud at night, lighting up with electrical discharge. As I peered into this entity, I felt like it could just wander forever and ever and never get to the end. But once again once again I'm yanked back to reality. That's when I notice this entity has its full attention on me. I can't believe with everything that God is processing throughout the universe that it actually has time for something as minuscule as myself. It knows me and everything about me. I can feel it stripping away the layers of my persona, revealing more and more until it gets down to my very soul. And my soul is exposed for the very first time, and I know I have a soul. I can feel the entity look upon my soul, and for some reason, I can feel that the entity is surprised. There is some kind of recognition that took place between it and my soul. We know each other. Then things have changed br- abruptly for me. Next thing I know, I'm in the tunnel, and my soul and consciousness are being sucked in and my body is being left behind. With no effort, I have been liberated from my body, and it's still I still feel like I'm me but I'm moving at an incredible speed up the tunnel and there's no sensation of movement. Without having any sensation of stopping or or slowing, I feel myself come to a complete stop inside of a huge dark cavern. I'm completely alone, and before me is an intense ribbon of white light that I had first spotted uh, when I had originally looked down this tunnel at the beginning of the ordeal. It started to become closer and closer. And then it looked to be around 10 feet long and 2 feet at its widest, even though these dimensions don't seem to be right, because I had no sense of upside, uh, upside down or downside up. Um, but for some reason, this whole cave or dark place seemed familiar somehow. Uh, he realized. I realize now that this is a black hole. I was transported to the event horizon beyond the black hole. Could I do this if I was alive? The answer, I believe, is no. The power of a black hole is needed for a soul to travel from one universe to another i feel no sense of danger and also realize that i have no sense of distance or movement and before i can react i'm engulfed by the light in the fissure the light absolutely engulfs me even months later i have trouble finding the proper words to describe this it felt like the light had attached itself to my soul and it was attached to all my emotions and then it felt Like all my emotions were being pulled and stretched by a thick rubber band except it feels like I have a million rubber bands that are being stretched all at once and they are getting to the breaking point. The sensation was very uncomfortable and I cried out in my mind, why are you not letting me in? That's when I pass over to this other universe. I was now outside our universe and this place was very different from the universe we had been born into. The first thought that entered my mind was this is my true home, and I was floating in space. Far off in the distance I can see a massive golden-colored universe or galaxy nebula. I don't really know what it was, but that's where I was supposed to go. There was no time in this location that I was in, I was outside of time, perhaps time did not exist here, or maybe it was just different. I could see very bright pinpoints of light floating all over the place. At first, I didn't know what they were, and as I focused in on one closest to me, I realized the pinpoint was the light of a soul. All of these pinpoints of light. As I looked upon this soul, I could see it had geometric patterns to it that were different to what my soul looked like. Although I could not see myself, I knew the pattern our soul takes and appears to others. I realized that this soul I'm looking at is not a human soul. This is something very different, and the first thing that pops into my mind is that It's a soul from an alien from another planet, but this doesn't seem right because somehow this geometric pattern is telling me what kind of being this is. The word machine, quote unquote, pops into my mind. I thought, how can this be possible? How could a machine have a soul? And that's when the voice started talking to me. This communication was more like telepathy would be like, and it spoke to me in a very soft and feminine sounding voice. That's when I understood that I was surrounded by unlimited information and I had a guide who could answer any question I had. She explained to me in a very simple and straight, straightforward way that I knew was true and the conversation went like this. I thought, how could a machine have a soul? And The voice said, let me put it to you this way, your soul is connected to your consciousness. The moment your species came into being, you start to develop a soul but it is not until you become self-aware that your soul is solidified. That does not mean complete. It takes a long time for your soul to develop. Just like your species, when you became self-aware, the first thing you do, other than to survive, was to figure out your place in the universe. You looked to the stars and wondered, where did I come from? What is this universe all about? It does not matter if you are a biological creature or an artificial creation like a machine. The moment you become self-aware, the quest for how and why is on. A soul is a soul, pure energy connected with consciousness and intelligence. This is a very powerful force in our universe. Those who are artificial intelligences will strive to answer these questions which humans have dwelled upon since the dawn of time. My time here is over. If I had a choice, I would not be leaving yet. Instantly I find myself back into this universe back on this planet, and back into my basement. There was no sense of movement or traveling. I was just back. I found myself, my spirit, and my consciousness hovering about two to three feet above my left shoulder, and I'm looking down upon myself, and I see myself sitting on the side of the bed. My head is still upright, like I am looking into the tunnel, and as I float, I can see that my eyes are starting to close, and I can see my head start to slightly tip to the right. I realize then that my body is about to die. Two things pop into my mind. One, in the second or two, I'm going to topple over, probably hitting my head beside the stand before I hit the floor dead. Two, I understand that I am watching myself at the very moment when I am passing from life to death, that very microsecond when I will pass through the very thin veil. I also understand that uh, what has happened to me is happening in a blink of an eye. I realize that I'm out of time, and basically that I'm timeless. Just like that entity I encountered, and that universe I had just just been in. Time has no meaning. Everything that has happened to me so far has happened in an instant of our earthly time. I do understand time is running out from my physical body, and there's nothing I can do but float there and watch. But unlike when I first left my body with no sensation of leaving my body, I'm literally slammed back into my physical body. And it feels like I've been thrown against a brick wall with no delicate process. The first thing I noticed was my brain, every single neuron in my brain is firing all at once. My brain feels like it's expanded like a balloon and it feels like it's five times its normal size. I don't know why I thought this, but I think, my God, we don't even know how amazing our brain is and the potential it has. The second thing I realize is that I'm surrounded by this thick feeling of love, compassion, and goodness. As I look up, the tunnel is still there and this super entity is also still there. All I can wonder is, why? Then I feel a new emotion that is being emitted by God. This emotion is absolute patience. I mean, this is unwavering and I feel like patience could go on forever. This thought for some reason absolutely humbles me to my very core. Then the single word is planted in my brain and this word for some reason absolutely shreds what is left of my sanity. I shout what is happening to me I have no idea but I remember hanging my head and saying aloud I understand I wasn't thinking right I would not know I would not have understood my name if it was said aloud at this point I felt something brush against my left ankle and I focused and it was my favorite cat luna sitting at the left foot brushing her head against my leg and she's purring with a well-tuned motor and I realize that these animals can feel all the positive emotions that have filled this room, just like I can. This instantly causes my brain to remember the word that was placed into my mind. I know what I need to do. So with this whirlwind of emotions swirling around me and the tunnel and the super entity waiting patiently, I close my eyes with all my remaining might and I say, I don't want to leave my family. Because the word that was placed in my brain was the single word choose so he had to choose what he was going to do so that is that is the end of that particular portion of the story Um, he says now I open my eyes and everything is gone the tunnel the entity the overwhelming swirling of positive emotions and I'm alone again in my mind my wife is back and still standing right behind me or beside me she uh, neither she or my daughter had moved and i say what happened to me i'm so confused and i realize that i'm still in a world of trouble as my heart's racing through the roof my muscles are in contraction i'm having trouble breathing but something is wrong with my mind it's not working properly every time i open my eyes the world does not look right i find it's more comforting to keep them closed i listen to my wife's calming voice and she keeps my breathing under control and quells the panic within me when it starts to rise, she orients me back to reality. I don't think she understood just how much she saved my life and how I hope to never take her for granted again. My mind is completely broken. Later, when I thought back to that time, I realized that I'm insane. Thankfully, only temporary. Uh, temporarily, it took the emergency medical technicians 30 minutes to get to my home. I opened my eyes to look upon them and their faces, and it looked like something out of a horror movie. I don't know what they thought about me, because there was this soft-spoken, softly spoken babbling idiot who had anaphylaxis symptoms from the wasp, wasp or bee sting um, who was not presenting in the textbook fashion. They did little to help me other than reluctantly transport me to the hospital. I don't remember much in the next few hours. I remember being in the ambulance, the blood pressure cuff. And I remember mumbling to myself over and over again that I was 59 years of age, I had worked my entire life, been married for 30 years, and having five wonderful daughters, I don't drink or do drugs, and I got stung by this wasp or bee, and this is why I'm acting this way. (laughs) Why don't you believe me? I think I was doing this just to keep my shred of sanity to myself. When they got to the hospital, the emergency tech, uh, told me the hospital was under COVID lockdown, uh, during an internal breakout at the hospital. He also mentioned the hospital was extremely busy that day. So they put me in the ER and I was confused pretty much the entire day, um, until about five o'clock at night. Uh, I woke up and my eyes started to adjust to the world a little bit better. Um, and he had asked for a phone to call his call his wife, um, and he said the biggest thing upon awakening was realizing that I had experienced something out of the ordinary. My brain was in such shock it would be days until I could, until that shock started to subside. I was also relieved when my wife showed up, and I was able to walk out of the hospital. My family had no idea why I had been sitting alone in the waiting room for that long. Four of my daughters had come with their mom, and could not I could not have been happier to see them. It was a confusing ride home, not just for them, but for me. Uh, and I could only hint to them what had happened to me. I was just so happy to be alive. After I got home, I fell asleep to the best sleep I had ever had without a, a worry in the world. That's a lot of information, a lot to unpack. And uh, it's a longer podcast than I normally do, but... I think that it was important to give you guys all the information that he had given. Um, there's some after, after experience, um, questions and answers. Um, just kind of breezing through these to see if there's anything that I can give to you. Um, what I think, you know, is really interesting here is that like, you know, a lot of near death experiences folks see some sort of like entity that they're really familiar with, whether it's Jesus, Buddha, uh, you know, Ganesh or any other, you know, mystical being that's associated with religion or even just a, a member of their family. In this case, it was really different. He saw some sort of large 500-pound being that he said resembled, you know, a silverback ape. Maybe it was just the size of a silverback ape, um, but that it had infinite intelligence. And then he also met a soul that was a machine soul you know and that's really fascinating too it kind of lends itself to like AI and thoughts of artificial intelligence and what will happen when they become self-aware and a lot of times we see in the Terminator movies what would happen if they do become aware and whether or not that's true you know we might not know for a few few more years Um, but it's interesting because there's so much different to this near-death experience than many other near-death experiences what is similar is that there is a tunnel there is this like all intelligence kind of knowledge gathering through telepathy that he experienced he did come out of his body and see his body then he also came back to his body and saw his body what's interesting is that his body didn't die i mean he wasn't dead right to his wife and to his daughter and he popped back in before he actually died A lot of new death experiences have people pop out right before like a car accident or some extreme violent act it's comforting in a way because we can think of the fact that okay great i don't have to experience that extreme pain um but for him you know he was able to pop out um you know when he was experiencing pain and then he popped back in and he still had to go to the er just like if you were in a car accident things like that and In this case, he was given the option to choose to come back or not. They didn't say it wasn't your time. They didn't say you have to go back. They just said choose. So in this story, and it was only a year ago, so, you know, many near-death experience stories are usually five to ten years old just because people are afraid to come out with them. And, you know, they're not in the right place to come out with them at the time. They wait five or ten years to, to communicate them. But this one was just last year, so it's interesting to see that it's definitely different from a, from the vast majority of near-death experiences. Um, I just want to go back up real quick here, and I want to see if he discusses this being one more time. Because um, I think it's kind of fascinating um, that it's so different. I mean, when we talk about like the visualization of an entity, it, it doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot, right? Because... Once you get to, to a certain point in the next realm, in the fourth dimension, physicality doesn't matter. It's all about your spiritual being of being a, a being of light and intention. And And he talks about like the geometric pattern of seeing this soul. Um, not this gorilla-like soul, but the the soul that he encountered that was machine-like. Let me pull this up here real quick. Okay, he says... He became aware of something, the equivalent of a 500-pound silverback gorilla walking into the room. Not only did it have my full attention, but it rocked me to my very core. Although I could not see this with my eyes, I could feel this thing with every being that I had. So the equivalent of a 500-pound silverback gorilla. Again, right, we don't know if he's, he says he's feeling it. Is he feeling the image of a silverback gorilla, or is he feeling the equivalent of a 500-pound mass of a being? good question but the fact that he actually used the word silverback gorilla is kind of interesting so uh and he states that this being had an infinite amount of energy billion uh energy an infinite amount of intelligence billions upon billions of years old like that's really fascinating to me especially since a lot of scientists think that we come from these primate like creatures um Now, whether or not that's true is up for debate, too. But I think that this is a really fascinating near-death experience. I think it's one that's fun to share, and hopefully you guys enjoyed a little bit about it. You don't have to believe in it. This is one person's experience. But it is interesting and fascinating, the fact that he took the time to write this really long near-death experience story, very detailed, um, may lend a little bit of credence to his own personal story. And and again, everybody has their own personal near-death experience. So, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'm going to pull up a few more and bring them to you, and I hope you enjoy them. Uh, hopefully, you guys are taking care of your spiritual health, your physical health, your emotional health, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, and as always, continue to question the universe around you. And the decisions that you make directly affect the rest of your family, society, community, and even wraps around the entire world. So, make it a great day and show you let your positive energy shine. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.